All right, y'all. I've been putting this off for way too long, but we are finally back with our um, the conclusion of our NFL Dark Days series. Uh, I'm not going to be doing this with defense. I thought about doing this with corners for a second because I do love corners as well, but it's just a little bit harder. Um, the whole resume breakdown. Uh, I mean, yeah, I can do the Pro Bowls and all that, but as far as the statistical things, like I'm kind of tr struggling with how I would go about doing that because, like. On one hand, you would say a corner's like, you know, or a stat that you would look at for a corner would be interceptions. But then again, if you're covering them good enough, then the quarterback shouldn't throw the ball that direction for you to even have the opportunity to get the interception. So you can kind of make the case like a guy that has a lot of interceptions isn't really the greatest at covering. He's just a great at recovering and he has good ball skills and things like that. So it's too... Like on offense, it's a little bit more uh, you can read a little bit more into the numbers. Uh, and then like for a corner, like, oh, he don't get a lot of tackles. Like, all right. Like, I really don't care if my corner's tackling like that. So it's just it's a little bit too difficult. I haven't really thought of the best way to go about doing that. So I'm probably not going to be doing anything with defense. So this is likely going to be the end of that with this whole thing that i was doing and also have made some uh, changes to the basketball lists i did add in some statistical uh components as well because if you remember previously i was just doing it off of accolades and things of that nature uh but i i, th I think that i'm gonna need to include some of the statistics because i mean that was a huge factor for guys as far as this whole football thing is concerned and it did make uh quite a few changes and things are a little bit more understandable at first i mean I got killed on Twitter for my whole Shaq and Kevin Garnett thing, but after I added in the statistical component, uh, yeah, Shaq uh, kind of took off from KG. So, yeah, yeah, I, I think that's a more accurate way of representing them, so including the accolades as well as the uh, statistics. And a uh, little bit of side note, uh, I'm actually pretty upset right now. I did a whole fucking fire-ass episode uh, the other day or last night. Um kind of going at this whole just ha having a little fun with this whole lebron drew league uh performance but um the powers that be didn't want that episode to come out uh very rarely do i have issues recording and uh for whatever reason uh this platform sponsored by hillary clinton um didn't uh, didn't save that episode I found that kind of strange. I found that kind of strange. Maybe because I was speaking a little bit too much truth on the situation. Um, so, yeah, I had a lot to say about that whole LeBron thing. And, well, I'm, I am don't really like repeating myself, especially on the podcast. Like, not like that. Like, I don't like I don't think I can recapture that performance. Like, I was in a zone. Like, I was I was really going. And uh, I don't I don't want to try too hard to, you know, re recreate that. So I'll just leave it at this. LeBron needed Le LeBron wouldn't even play in the Drew League without another All-Star against a team of no NBA players. He wouldn't even play in the Drew League without an All-Star. I'll leave it at that. But I I had guys, I'm I'm actually very 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 hurt and I kind of forgot about it. I, I tried to get it out of my mind. I tried to do some other things to get my mind off of it cuz I'm really really upset that I wasn't able to get that one out. But anyway, fuck it. Not talking about that. We are here because of the wide receivers. My favorite position uh, I did. There were so many guys that I accounted for. Like, so, 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 so many guys. Like, I fucking love the wide receiver position. Uh, wide receiver was, I thought I thought it was in the cards for me. 
Um, it wasn't until, and I'm sure I've said this before, um, but it wasn't until I got to high school freshman year that I realized that uh, I will never, ever, ever play wide receiver. Um, apparently, things are a little bit different when you put on shoulder pads and a helmet um, than it is at recess when we're just out there playing what we thought was football. Um, also, I was... Uh, a tad I, I didn't I didn't really fit the body type of a uh, wide receiver. And uh wide receiver is not really as fun once it's like actual football. It's really it's more fun when it's like recess football. Um having to run go routes for an hour and a half at practice, um, that doesn't seem too fun. Doesn't doesn't seem too fun. But anyway, I went over so 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 many and I cut the list down to I think right here I have 33 uh we're not going to go through all 33 this is going to be a series because i do love the position um the last three i'm not going to discuss them uh so uh i'll just get this out the way um sorry elijah roddy white did not he, he did not make the cut he did not he did not make the cut but another atlanta falcon did i mean you know not really a surprise to anybody and uh he's not a falcon anymore but but Y'all do have Drake London. Y'all, we have Drake London. So hopefully Drake London will be up here one of these days. Well, in a many, 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 many years. Um, but yeah, Roddy White, uh, no, no, he no, he, he didn't make the cut. Well, I'll speak more about that here in a second. So my criteria for the wide receiver reviews was for 1,000-yard seasons, two points. For 1,500-yard seasons, three points. For 2,000-yard seasons, four points. And yes, you could say I probably shouldn't have allowed the double dipping, but everybody had the opportunity to double dip. What I mean by that is uh, nobody ever had a 2,000-yard uh, receiving season in the NFL. Um, but if someone did, then they would get the two for 1,000, they would get the three for the 1,500, and the four for the 2,000. So in that one season alone, they would have gotten nine points. So, yeah, I, I, that's the way I did it for everybody. Uh, it probably would have been best if I just kind of separated them. And I did that with all the categories, so receptions, touchdowns. So you just kind of understand everybody that hit certain marks, so they were able to double dip in those. Um, yeah. Uh, as far as, uh, so receptions. For 100 reception seasons, two points. Uh, I upped it to 100 for receiver, for running backs. I started at 50, but because, you know, that's not really their main job, main goal. Um, so having 50 receptions as a running back, I thought that was a notable achievement. Uh, but for wide receivers, the bar is at 100. Your job is to catch passes. So that's where I set that mark, 100. And uh, for that, two points. Uh, for 120 receptions, three points. 140 receptions, four points. 150 receptions, five points. Uh, for 10 touchdown seasons, two points, 15 touchdown seasons, three points, 20 touchdown seasons, four points. This was not all purpose touchdowns. This was strictly receiving, um, super bowls. I've been consistent with that five points. Uh, if you make it to the super bowl or win your conference, three points. Um, if you lead the league in any category, so, you know, there's scoring receptions, receiving yards, receiving touchdowns, things of that nature. One point, uh, offensive player of the year, two points, uh, pro bowl. Uh, pre-1995, it was just the coaches and the players that had to vote, so I waited that more than after 1995 when they included the fans. So pre-1995, I'm sorry, pre-1995 was one point, post-1995 was uh, half a point. Uh, for All-Pro, um, 
it's a little bit more equitable because it's NFL. Um, but there's only yeah, there's only two teams. So three points if you're all pro with an additional point if you're a first team and Super Bowl MVP 1.5. All right. So that was the criteria. Get it. Got it. Good. Now, I'm going to be starting at 30, but Elijah, this is for you. This is for you. Uh, Roddy White did make this list that I have. I went over like fucking 60 or 70 fucking receivers. So he, he's a top 60 receiver. I'll give you that if you, you know, if you fuck with my criteria. He's a top 60 receiver. Uh, well, hell, according to this, he's a top 35. And, you know, maybe I left out some people, but uh, I'm a bit of a I'm a bit of a sports nerd. Uh, so guys that, you know, you may or may not have heard of. Um, or you don't really know too much about, I, I, I'm a bit of a sports nerd. So I feel like I got just about everybody that deserved to be talked about. Uh, but if I forget anybody, please let me know. And I'll, uh, you know, I'll run their, run their numbers according to, you know, my scale and I'll see where they stack up. Um, but, uh, Roddy White, uh, was tied with Mushi Muhammad. Hey, I told you I'm a nerd. Y'all don't remember no Mushi Muhammad. I do. I remember Mushi Muhammad. Uh, but they tied at 27, so that would have been at 33 if I was going to be talking about 33. Uh, AJ Green, um, I thought that he had a better career than he actually did. Um, he graded out at a 27 and a half. And uh, Stefan Diggs, he's obviously still going, and uh, he graded out at a 29 as of right now. And uh, I'm going to be start actually discussing somewhat, breaking it down from 30 on up. And again, this is likely going to be a series, so enjoy. Uh, let's see. So at 30, first up, it's, we have a tie at 30 with Jordy Nelson and Anquan Bolden. Both of them graded out at 32.5. So let's go ahead and check out the resumes. Jordy Nelson, y'all know he got to play with uh, Aaron Rodgers for quite a period of time. And then after he uh, left uh, Green Bay, uh, things didn't really go too well. Um, but Jordy, Jordy Nelson, I, I will admit, my, um, I guess, racism... Uh, I, it was brought to my attention uh, in college. Shout out to uh, my roommate, Swanee. Uh, I, I just assumed I knew Jordy Nelson was nice and, you know, he was, you know, doing his thing during that time period. But just because he was white and playing wide receiver, I just assumed he was like a Julian Edelman or a Wells Walker or something like that. It wasn't until Swanee like was like, nah, like, bro, he's like six, three. Like he's like he's a big receiver. Like he's a he, he's he's not some little ass white guy. Like he's 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 legit. And that's when I realized I was like, "Oh shit, I'm 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 biased. I'm racist. I'm a racist." So ever since then, I had a little bit more respect for him. Um, but I knew that it was mostly because of the greatness of Aaron Rodgers. Um, now he's obviously a Super Bowl champion. Uh, he was a second team All Pro and a Pro Bowler, and he led the NFL in receiving touchdowns once. Um, let's see if I can do this. Uh, let's see. He had one, two, three, four thousand yard seasons in the year that he led the league in uh, receiving touchdowns. He had 15 or no, sorry, he had 14, but his career high in a season was 15. So who the fuck had more touchdowns than him that season? That's weird. That's always weird to me. Like your career high is higher than the year that you actually led the league in something. It's, you know, whatever it is, what it is. Um, but in those two seasons alone, he had 29 touchdowns. So shout out Aaron Rodgers. And then uh, he was, like I mentioned, tied with Anquan Bolden, who was also a one-time Super Bowl champion, a three-time Pro Bowler. Uh, so he was never uh, all pro. Uh, when, I was, when I was younger, that was so confusing to me how, like, you could be all pro but not a pro. I mean, you could be a pro bowler but not all pro. Like, when I was younger, I just assumed that pro bowl and all pro were synonymous. Uh wasn't until, you know, I got older that I was like, oh, okay, I understand. Okay. And it, it 
it's plain as day in the NBA. Like, yeah, there's all-stars and there's all-NBA. But for whatever reason, that just didn't connect for me in football. Even though I don't think anybody has ever been all-NBA and not been an all-star. So, you know, whatever. Well, I, I guess you could probably say the same for the NFL. I don't think anybody's ever been all-pro and not been a pro bowler. If so, that'd be crazy. But, yeah, for whatever reason, those things just didn't click for me. Uh, let's see. Anquan Bolden, he has one, two, three, four, five, six, seven thousand yard seasons. Uh, career high receptions was 102. He had two seasons of 100. Um, and, uh, yeah, I'm not going to do the whole statistical breakdown. I think I'll not- uh, notify their uh, – or I'll, I'll talk about their – thousand yard seasons that's a nice solid little benchmark obviously everything was accounted for when i was grading them but yeah things like that and maybe i'll talk about the career high so like uh his career high receptions in the season 102 uh career high touchdowns in the season 11 uh career high receiving yards in the season 1402 uh with the uh, seven thousand yard seasons uh so yeah they both tied at uh i guess we'll call this 30 uh with 32.5 grading out again at 32.5 now, next up on the list at 29, this one kind of hurts me, um, but my favorite player in the NFL, the greatest raw receiver, my fault, the greatest person to ever touch a football, Odell Beckham Jr., Odell Cornelius Beckham Jr., my Scorpio brother. I mean, I guess it's fitting that, you know, he's at 29, my birthday is October 29, so we still got the connection, you know, my nigga. Um, now, he got that Super Bowl this year, he would have had Super Bowl MVP if he didn't fucking tear his ACL, and I'd be forgetting that he is a uh, dealing with that right now so i'm not gonna see him play for a while so actually kind of sad about that uh he's also a uh two-time second team all pro three-time pro bowler and uh obviously you know he did what he did when he was in college and yes his career blew up after that one catch that he had on a sunday night and i'll never forget i was sitting at wing stop with my roommates in college watching that game we that was it was fucking ridiculous greatest catch we ever seen greatest catch i ever seen I remember, I remember losing my fucking mind in that wing stop. They got a little upset. We might have made a miss. Might have made a miss. Um, but uh, yeah, they also lost that game. But I mean, <laughs> whatever. Anyways, uh, Odell has one, two, three, four, five. One, two, three, four. Yeah, five thousand yard seasons. Uh, he had one year where he had one hundred and one receptions. Uh, he had he, he just came out the gate great. He had twenty five touchdowns his first two seasons in the league. Like this guy was just destined for greatness. And then, you know, uh, I mean, fucking, he made Eli Manning look good. But then, obviously, in twenty seventeen, he uh, tore his ACL. That one hurt. That really hurt me. And then uh, that last year with the Giants, that was you know. He had a thousand yards, but wasn't wasn't really that great of a season. And then uh, he got sent to Cleveland in Baker Mayfield's races. So, you know, it is what it is. Things didn't really go so well in Cleveland, but uh, definitely panned out when he uh, got to L.A. And uh, hopefully he stays in L.A. I'm pretty sure that's the plan. But I mean, I wouldn't mind him going to the Chiefs. I mean, I mean, going to the Chiefs and not nobody, nobody be mad at that at all. Not not even a little bit. Uh, so, yeah, Odell graded out at 33.5, so slightly ahead of Jordy Nelson and Anquan Bolden. And obviously, the season that he just had is the reason why he was able to clear them by getting that Super Bowl. Uh, now, at 28, 28, this is going to be Andre Reed. Yes, Andre Reed back in the. Hey, you know what? Actually, I think he played. Oh, no, he didn't play for the Falcons. Uh, but Andre Reed, he played with the. I'm thinking about Andre Rising. Andre Reed played with the Buffalo Bills as a part of those four falls of Buffalo. Um, I mean, a Hall of Fame career. It's just unfortunate that. Well, actually, I don't think he's actually in the Hall of Fame, but a great career. Uh, it's just unfortunate that, you know, he was uh, part of those 
teams that were able to make it to four Super Bowls, but could not win one. Sheesh. Uh, I mean, he had a lot of appearances. He got four four appearances. That's 12 points right there for the appearances. But uh, he's a two-time All-Pro, seven-time Pro Bowler. And as far as the career is concerned, uh, he had one, two, three, four thousand-yard seasons. He played for 15 years. Longevity, I mean, you get credit for it. Uh, yeah, never broke 100 receptions in a season. Uh, most touchdowns in a season was 10. Uh, and... Oh, wait, no, I think he is in the Hall of Fame. Yeah, no, he, yeah, he is in the Hall of Fame. Yeah, okay, yeah. Hall of Fame career. Hall of Fame career. Shout out Andre Reid. Um, and he graded out at a 35, so slightly ahead of Odell. Odell should pass him this year if he's able to play. Well, actually, he might not pass him this year. Unless he's able to win a Super Bowl, but, you know, kind of depends on what team he goes to. Uh, God, I hate spelling this name. Uh, at 27, slightly ahead of uh, Andre Reid is... Uh, M. McCaffrey. Yes, M. McCaffrey, the father of Christian McCaffrey. And God, I don't know how to spell this nigga's name. So fucking difficult. So fucking difficult. Yeah, there we go. M. McCaffrey. Um, he was a uh, another per I would have, you know, been racist again and just assumed that he was probably in the same body type as his son, Christian McCaffrey. But uh nah, that nigga 6'5. 6'5, 215, probably ran like a 4'5, 4'6. I'm probably being racist. As a matter of fact, it's 40s right here. I'm being. Oh yeah, no, I was right. I was right. Okay, so I'm, it's not always racism. Uh, he ran a four six, four six nine, so really a four seven. Uh, but yeah, six five. Dude was out here playing on that same uh, Broncos teams with the John Elway, Terrell Davis, Shannon Sharp. Uh, that's why you know Shannon always says that Christian McCaffrey's his nephew. Uh, he had three thousand yard seasons. Uh, one year he had ten touchdowns in a season, and he broke a hundred receptions once with one oh one. And uh, as far as his uh, accolades or what he was able to accomplish, uh, obviously he's up here on the list because he has three Super Bowls to his name. And uh, he was a second team All-Pro once and a Pro Bowler once. So Super Bowls really, really, really helped Ed McCaffrey. But, he, you know, he had a solid run, you know. you know, I mean, he graded out at 37.5. So, you know, that's what winning three Super Bowls would do for you. And uh, speaking of winning Super Bowls, uh, the next person up at uh, 26 is going to be Julian Edelman. Now, let, I mean, guys, let's be fair. Yes, we know that there's, like, I mean, yeah, I, I would take Odell, Jordy Nelson, Anquan Bolden, Stephon Diggs, like, A.J. Green, maybe not Roddy White. But, like, I would take these guys if I'm picking a team. But then again... Julian Edelman was a hell of a slot receiver, hell of a security blanket. Like this, I mean, he he definitely did his damn job. But as far as like accolades and all that shit, like I mean, obviously, this is where winning the Super Bowl kind of outweighs things. Because I mean, is he really a top thirty receiver of all time? Probably not. But you get credit for what you actually did. I mean, I'm not gonna make the argument that he's better like and it's really just what type of conversation are you having oh well he's faster he runs better routes he had he doesn't drop anything he catches this he does that like right, okay whatever at the end of the day you can't take away what's actually on the resume and if you were going to grade people fairly with what they actually accomplish and what's on the resume obviously you may give different point values but he's always going to get credited for winning three super bowls and he was also a super bowl mvp so if you're one of those people that love fucking finals MVP and championship game MVPs, well, he's got one of those to his name and there's only been 50 of them. Well, 50 of them have been played. Obviously, people have gotten it multiple times. So actually, it's even a more elite class of people that have it. So it's just really how much do you value it? And I think it's funny how like, you know, people in the football world kind of understand like, yeah, like 
oh, okay, he was Super Bowl MVP. So I guess that Super Bowl does account for Tom Brady. Like, no, no, nobody, only a dumbass would say some shit like that. But, well, I was about to get racist, but <laughs> not going to do it. Anyway, Julian Edelman, he has one, two, three thousand yard seasons to his name. So, I mean, real similar to Ed McCaffrey. Um, he did break 100 receptions twice in his career. Uh, let's see, uh, career high for touchdowns for just seven. I mean, he was sharing it with Aaron Hernandez. Rest in peace. And, uh, you know, Gronk. And, uh, now nah, he went on the team with, uh, Randy Moss. But, uh, yeah, like, he, obviously there was a lot of weapons during that time. And Tom Brady, you know, he was going to throw them to everybody. Uh, well, what, I do kind of want to know what he ran his 40 in. Four or five? Okay, yeah. Obviously, you know, he played quarter. Jesus Christ. Yeah, he played quarterback at Kent State. We knew that. Um, wasn't really the best of quarterbacks. But he was athletic. He was athletic. I'll give him that. Oh, yeah, he he definitely did, you know. He was somewhat of a dual threat. <laughs> Something of a nigga myself. <laughs> so, uh, anyway, next up, uh, this was a late edition, and I don't know how I forgot about him. And it must be a 30 for 30 or something um, while I'm remembering him so much. But Steve Largent. Steve Largent played with the um, Seattle Seahawks. Uh, he had a long career, too. I think it was uh, yeah, 13 years. Uh, Steve Largent has one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight thousand yard seasons on his resume, and uh, he broke ten touchdowns twice. Uh, but he never had, uh, which is somewhat amazing to me, uh, he never had a hundred receptions in the season. As a matter of fact, the most receptions he ever had in one season was seventy-five. Um, but he still had one, two, three, four, five, six, eight thousand yard seasons. So this nigga was. Somewhat of a deep threat. I would love to see what Tyreek Hill's average is. Obviously, we'll get there. He's on the list. Um, but he averaged 16 yards a catch. Like that's, I, I think that's ridiculous. But no, maybe I'm maybe I'm tripping. I don't know. Um, but as far as uh, Steve Largent's accolades, he never played in the Super Bowl because he was on the dog shit Seattle Seahawks in the 70s and 80s. But he was a first-team All-Pro once, four-time second-team All-Pro, seven-time Pro Bowler, and he led the NFL in receiving yards two times. Uh, so he doesn't have any Super Bowls on his resume, and, I mean, pretty much everybody we've talked about thus far, with the exception of Andre Reid, has a Super Bowl, on the, at least one Super Bowl on their resume. So, uh kind of just let you know he's also a hall of famer uh steve largent did his thing respect to steve largent and okay yeah i thought i fucked up thought i fucked up no we're good we're good we're good uh next up at 24 an active player or an active uh wide receiver we have mike evans and uh one thing one funny real quick i guess my introduction to mike evans uh, was um, Johnny Menzel. Obviously, we all remember Johnny Menzel at the Texas A&M running around doing his thing, just being fucking Showtime. Um, and we never, at least me, didn't really pay any attention. We're just like, dude, who the fuck is this fucking big-ass wide receiver that he's always throwing to? Like, this dude just always comes down with everything. But Johnny Manziel, though, like, the story was always Johnny, and Mike Evans ends up just being a top-ten draft pick, one of the best receivers in the NFL, like, possibly a Hall of Famer when it's all said and done. <laughs> like, was it really Johnny just that great, or was Mike Evans just, you know, Mike Evans? So, you know, eh. I just I just think it's funny whenever we always think back to those times. Like nobody was talking about Mike Evans. Like no no not not at all. Matter of fact, since we're here, well, let me pull up his college stats. I'm sure I'm sure they're fucking they have to be ridiculous. He was a fucking top ten. Uh he only played two years, so I guess he redshirted. 
nothing really too crazy. I mean, 2,000-yard seasons, 17 touchdowns, nothing too crazy, but just <laughs> Johnny Manziel, Johnny Manziel, Johnny Manziel, Johnny Manziel. He had to – I mean, obviously, I mean, he didn't hate Johnny, but, like, <laughs> you can make a strong case he made Johnny. Anyway, uh, he's been in the league since 2014 and has had 1,000 yards every single year he's been in the NFL. Uh, let's see, uh, he's never had 100 receptions. His career high as of now is 96, but, you know, never say never. Uh, his career high for receiving yards is 1524. Um, as far as touchdowns are concerned, he has one, two, three. He has three double-digit touchdown seasons to his name, and I remember in 2015 when that nigga only had three, it really pissed me the fuck off. Ah, <sighs> fantasy football, fantasy football, fantasy football. Um, but as far as his, uh, resume, uh, he's a Super Bowl champion. Uh, he's a second-team All-Pro, a four-time Pro Bowler, and uh, he does hold the record for most consecutive thousand-yard receiving seasons to start a career, which is eight. So uh, he's he's on he's definitely uh, destined for greatness, and uh, he's still got the goat with him. So you know, more than likely going to continue to shine. And I think Chris Godwin tore his ACL, right? Something like that. So he should you know be able to have another year of getting a lot of catches. Now, at 23, I believe he was a Heisman, yeah, Heisman Trophy winner, Tim Brown. You know, you always got to say Heisman Trophy winner. Like, that's what they say. That's what they say. They literally say, like, you, your name's always going to be followed by Heisman Trophy winner. When I was younger, that was, like, just like an ultimate flex. But now I'm just like, eh, don't really hit like that. Oh, okay, Tim Brown. This nigga ran a 4-3. I only remember Tim Brown, really, uh, when he was with Oakland. And I remember, it was, I guess, it was a big deal that Oakland had Jerry Rice and Tim Brown. Uh, granted, it was, like, literally at the tail end of their career. Um, but having two Hall of Fame receivers got... Whoa, 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 whoa. Oh, okay. Okay, that's fucking sick. Um, <laughs> Don't worry about that. Uh, he, uh... Yeah, that kind of got me discombobulated. All right, we're back. Uh, so he has one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine thousand yard seasons. Um, but it took him a while to figure it out. It, he didn't have his first thousand yard season until his one, two, three, four, five, sixth year in the league. Uh, maybe he was, I guess he was battling through injuries. Yeah, it looks like he was hurting his second year and he wasn't even starting. How the fuck are you not even starting and then just become a fucking Hall of Famer? <laughs> Shit's crazy. Shit's really... I, I just don't understand how that shit happens. Um, he has two double-digit touchdown seasons uh, on his career. And uh, he only broke 100 receptions once. And uh, that was uh, 104. Okay. Uh, he had 104. And... Uh, did I already go? No, I did not. Uh, his uh, accolades... He's a two-time second-team All-Pro. Uh, he was a nine-time Pro Bowler. And he led the NFL in receptions once. Well, he was a co-leader. But anyway. And he also holds the NFL record for most consec consecutive starts by a receiver. So, you know, there's that. Uh, and, oh, and he's from... Oh, okay. He's from Texas. All right. What's up? All right. Trail nigga. Nigga from Dallas. Okay. That's what's up. Uh, yeah, but he doesn't have any Super Bowls on his resume. So he could even be a high, be even higher. Oh, and I think I forgot. Uh, Steve Largen graded out at 39. Mike Evans graded out at a 40. And Tim Brown graded out at 40.5 so slightly ahead of mike evans and that's obviously because mike evans is not getting the same credit as tim brown got for his pro bowl appearances so you can make a strong case that mike evans has already surpassed hall of fame heisman trophy winner tim brown 
but it's also a different era. Like they're throwing a lot more now, which obviously benefits the receivers. But yeah. you know, it is it is what it is. It is what it is. Uh, and then uh, twenty two. Um, possibly my most hated wide receiver in the NFL. And uh, honestly, it's just it's kind of crazy. Uh, he's the only Michael that I do not like, and that is Michael Thomas. Uh, I I really I I. I just I can't pinpoint one thing, one specific reason. I just don't like Michael Thomas. I just I don't know what it is. I just don't like him. Don't like him. Had nothing to, like this is this has just been forever. Like has nothing to do with him sitting out all of last year and all that shit. I just do not like Michael Thomas. Um and hold on one second. That's what okay, okay. That was about to add a whole nother layer to the dislike. Uh like I I'm being dead ass. He's possibly the only Michael that I do not like. Uh, but anyway, he has one, two, three, four thousand yard seasons. Uh, he obviously didn't have one in 2020 and didn't play last year. Um, but he did. Uh, he did have uh, 149 receptions in 2019 and 1700, well, 1725 receiving yards, but has never had a double digit touchdown season. Um, and, you know, obviously he got to play with uh, Drew Brees, who if you've been following along, you know, uh, you know. I have to give a little bit more respect to Drew Brees' greatness. I think he graded out. He was in the top five, if I'm remembering correctly. I think so. Um, but anyway, Michael Thomas, uh, he was a one-time offensive player of the year. Uh, so he's the first person on this list that has gotten that award. And again, we're coming in at uh, 22. So, you know, we're starting to elevate. We're starting to come into a different different class of people. Uh, he's a two-time first-team All-Pro, uh, three-time Pro Bowler, and he led the NFL in receptions twice, and he also led the NFL in receiving yards. And uh, yeah, like I mentioned, he has the record for most receptions in a season at 149, something Cooper Cup was so close to, so, 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 so close to, but he just was not able to uh, get. And uh, yeah, uh, he graded out at a 41.5, so again, slightly ahead of Tim Brown. Um, but he doesn't, I mean, he, he, he really earned his cause you know, that whole pro bowl thing really, really helped the guys before, you know, the fans got involved and it's not today's player's fault, but I just don't really value it. That that's me. So, you know, whatever, do with that, what you will. Uh, now it's next up at 21, we have a three-way tie and, um, the three-way tie, they all graded out at 42, so half a point more than Michael Thomas. And the first person that is a part of this three-way tie is the late, great Demarius Thomas. Uh, whew, I'd be lying if I said I was a fan. Uh, I mean, I didn't have any issues with him. I just, I mean, he was on the Broncos, and, you know, I, I don't really fuck with Peyton Manning like that. Um, I did I did for fantasy purposes, but I, honestly... After after the Broncos won that Super Bowl, like I didn't focus Peyton Manning for you know some other reasons, but after he won that Super Bowl against Carolina, I was really 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 upset, really upset. Uh, did not fuck with them. And then actually, maybe it even started even before then. Maybe it started in '06 when they beat the Bears. I wasn't a Bears fan, but just what Devin Hester was doing was fucking ridiculous. I I don't know. I can't really pinpoint why. I don't well. <laughs> Anyway, uh, Demarius Thomas has one, two, three, four, five thousand yard uh, uh, seasons on his name. Uh, he also had a one uh, over fifteen hundred that year. He had sixteen nineteen. Of course, it was with bitch ass uh, Peyton Manning. Um, he also broke a uh, hundred receptions twice, um, with his career high being one eleven. And uh, he had double digit receiving touchdowns three years, uh, with the career high being fourteen. And as far as his uh, accolades are concerned, he's a one-time Super Bowl champion, a two-time second-team All-Pro, and a four-time Pro Bowler. So, 
that is Demarius Thomas. And then the next person that's a part of this tie, one of my favorite wide receivers. And I mean, he's kind of the reason why I love wide receivers the way I do today. Part of, you know, my young childhood team, the greatest show on turf, the St. Louis Rams. Uh, yes, St. Louis Rams. Uh, shit, my man Isaac Bruce. Isaac motherfucking Bruce. This man, this man here, that man, I, that was a fucking video. Do they do Hall of Fame teams or like all time teams on Madden? I haven't played Madden in a long time, but if they do, like, I would get it just to play with my Rams. Play with my Rams against my fucking Chiefs or my Rams against my Bengals or my Rams against my Chargers. Anyway, uh, Marvin Har Marvin Harrison, I'm getting ahead of myself. Frolian Slip, I don't know how you say that word, fraudulent, fraudulent, whatever. I'm getting ahead of myself. Uh, Isaac Bruce has one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight thousand yard uh, seasons. Uh, so I think that's tied with uh, Steve Largent and Mike Evans thus far, uh, having the most of uh, such seasons. Uh, he also had uh, one over 1500. That was his second year of his career, and that was with uh, oh wow, that's interesting. That's very interesting. He was actually drafted by the Los Angeles Rams and then they moved to St. Louis. Wow. And now they're back in L.A. Interesting. Anyway, Isaac Bruce, um, he had uh, the 1,700 yards his second year, uh, along with 119 fucking receptions. So he just kind of fucking lost his fucking mind once he went to St. Louis. Maybe it's because, you know, he went to Memphis and now he's closer to Memphis. So I don't, I don't know. I don't know. But maybe he I guess he just didn't like his time in L.A. Uh, he has won two double-digit touchdown seasons. And as far as his uh, resume is concerned, one-time Super Bowl champion, one-time second-team All-Pro, four-time Pro Bowler, and uh, one-time receiving leader. But you just saw the statistics. They really, they, they really elevated my man. And uh, since we're, I guess, sticking with uh, this franchise, wide receivers, uh, we have Cooper Cup. Cooper Cup arguably had one of the, maybe not even arguably, uh, the best season as a wide receiver in the history of the NFL. And if you know, uh, Cooper Cup's only been in the league, I guess this year will be his sixth year, and he's already elevated on this list. That season alone is definitely, definitely, definitely was why he's in this tie at 21 uh, with guys that have played full careers. And uh, the sky is the limit with Cooper Cup right now. But Cooper Cup. He has two thousand yard seasons, uh, but he uh, this year had uh, nineteen hundred yards, nineteen forty seven to be exact, uh, with one hundred and forty five receptions. So you know he picked up a lot of points for that. Because remember, I had a hundred receptions, hundred twenty, hundred forty. So double dipped on all that. Uh, he has two double digit touchdown seasons. Uh, this year he had sixteen of which. Uh, so he had the 10 and the 15. So, I mean, hey, Cooper Cup, sky's the limit for my man. Sky is the fucking limit. He did steal Super Bowl MVP from Odell, but that's because Odell got hurt. And uh, damn near, uh, basically all everything that I'm about to read to you about his resume came this season or this past season. Super Bowl champion, Super Bowl MVP, Offensive Player of the Year, First Team All-Pro, Paul Broler, led the league in receptions, led the league in yards, led the league in receiving touchdowns. I believe he's the first person to have a triple crown. I could be wrong. Um, he had the most yards for scrimmage by a wide receiver in a single season, 1965, and most receptions in a single postseason, 33. Cooper Cup, sky's the limit. All these guys graded out at 42. All of them graded out at 42. And, uh, um, you know, I think that I'll go ahead and stop right there 
because this is going to be a series and I guess I'll go in increments of 10. So recapping, we had Jordy Nelson and Anquan Bolden tied at 30 with 32 and a half. Odell at 29 with 33.5. Andre Reed at 35. M. McCaffrey at 37.5. Julian Edelman, 38.5. Uh, Steve Largent at 25 with 39. Mike Evans, 24 with 40. Tim Brown with 23 with 40.5. So all these guys are pretty, pretty, pretty close together. Michael Thomas uh, with uh, 41.5. He's at 22. And then the three-way tie at 21 with Isaac Bruce, Cooper Cup, and the late great Demarius Thomas. And as far as guys that are still active that we've discussed so far, we've got Odell, we got Mike Evans, we got Michael Thomas, and Cooper Cup. Uh, so, yeah, that's where we're at right now. Hopefully, y'all enjoyed it, and uh, I'll be back uh, real soon with part two when we'll go from 20 to 11. And the gaps are going to start to get, well... Eh, the gaps will kind of kind of show up a little bit. Did I did I spell it? Um, oh yeah, yeah. Oh shit. Okay. Yeah, I didn't know that. Okay, so it's another three-way tie, and uh, we will be answering the infamous question, at least of our generation, the better receiver between Randy Moss and Terrell Owens. I was very 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 surprised at the results. So stick stick in. God damn, I can't even talk right now. Stay tuned for part two of the greatest wide receivers of all time. <laughs>